Hey guys, welcome to our weekly news show here on Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and we've got another exciting show planned for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about Paytm's deteriorating situation now that they're a publicly traded company, as well as the success that Policy Bazaar has seen on the stock market. We're going to be talking about Droom's upcoming IPO. We're also going to be talking about Vogo potentially being acquired by Jello, as well as India's latest startup unicorn, which happens to be the fastest Indian startup to become a unicorn ever. And we're going to be talking about all of these things and more coming up right after this. All right, so first up in the news, a quick update on the situation over at Paytm. Last week, I talked about how Paytm's IPO was technically a success. It wasn't a massive success, but it was oversubscribed. But now that Paytm has hit the stock market, things have gone from okay to actually not great. So them being on the stock market has caused their investors to lose approximately 10% of their wealth. And at the time of me filming this video, their stock price has actually gone down by about 20%. Now, last week, we also talked about why this might be happening, how Paytm has been diversifying, they've been expanding, and they've also been increasing their customer base and their user base, but they haven't been able to increase their revenues. Their revenues have been stagnating, partially because they haven't been able to monetize these new customers and these new users across all of their different platforms. And this has now been confirmed by investment bank Macquarie. So Macquarie looked at Paytm, they looked at their performance, they looked at their IPO, and they gave them the underperformer rating. They said that the business lacked focus and direction, which sounds very similar to what I said last week, where Paytm is really just going in a lot of different directions, but they're not actually able to monetize any of those new ventures. I'm curious, guys, if you've actually, if you got allotment in Paytm's IPO, or if you've bought shares in Paytm since they hit the stock market, what are your thoughts on this situation? How are you feeling about your investment? Have you already pulled your money out of Paytm? Let me know what your thoughts are in a comment down below. All right, next up, let's change gears here and talk about PB Fintech, the parent company of Policy Bazaar. So unlike Paytm, which when they hit the stock market, they caused their investors to lose 10% of their wealth, PB Fintech has actually made their investors 17.35% richer. Also, when it comes to their IPO, they actually increased their valuation from $2.4 billion to $7 billion. So that's a 3x increase in valuation thanks to that IPO. Now, I think one of the biggest reasons for this success when it comes to their IPO, when it comes to their stock price, is the fact that there's so much room still for Policy Bazaar to grow. In the online insurance space, they are the market leader. They do own 93.4% of that space. But when it comes to the offline market, they're just getting started. They've just set up about 15 stores across India, offline locations where you can actually go and buy insurance. But there is so much more room for them to grow. And they only recently entered that space because up until very recently, they didn't have a license to actually operate any offline locations. The company has already set aside $100 million to invest into this offline business, and they're planning to increase the number of offline locations from 15 to 100 in the near future. All right, next up in the IPO news, we have online used car marketplace Droom filing for their IPO. They're planning to raise 3,000 crore rupees. Now, I think that this upcoming IPO is an interesting one to look at because it is the second used car marketplace in 2021 to plan to go public. We know that car trade did go public successfully in August of 2021, and now Droom is following in their footsteps. But things are a little bit different between car trade and Droom. So I wanted to compare them so that we can get an idea of what to expect from this IPO. 
So there's a couple of interesting things to look at here. First of all, car trade is significantly bigger than Droom. We don't have the exact numbers, but as of the financial year of 2020, looking at their revenues, car trade was roughly 15x larger than Droom. And at the same time, car trade in the lead up to their IPO and even to this day is a profitable company, whereas Droom is a loss-making company. In the financial year of 2021, Droom saw a 68 crore rupee loss, while car trade saw a 91 crore rupee profit. And that was a 4x jump from their profits in the financial year of 2020. Now, in spite of all of this, in spite of Cartrade's position as the market leader in this space, and the only company in this space, I might add, that's been able to generate profits, their stock price is actually down about 25% right now, which definitely doesn't bode well for all of the other companies in this space, but especially for Droom as they're planning to go public. So what are your thoughts on Droom's IPO? Are you gonna try to get allotment in this IPO or are you gonna save your money for another IPO? Because there's a lot of them coming up right now. Let me know what your thoughts are in a comment down below. All right, next up in the news, Cello, which is a startup that we've been talking quite a bit about lately. They're basically digitizing bus operations in India. You can track your bus online. You can book tickets for your bus online using this platform. They're going on a bit of a shopping spree. So as we all know, the pandemic has been really hard for mobility startups. There was one startup called Shuttle, a bus aggregator platform that essentially had to shut down because of the pandemic until Jello came along and acquired them at a very reasonable price. And now they're gonna be doing the same thing, possibly, at least this is not confirmed yet, but this looks like it's happening there in talks with Vogo. Vogo, of course, is a scooter rental startup. They've been operating up until very recently in the same space as Bounce, now Bounce is moving in the EV direction. But I actually interviewed one of the co-founders of Vogo back in 2019. You can check that interview out up here just after they raised $100 million from Ola. Now, in total, they've raised $180 million, which has enabled them to become profitable in one of their key cities, Hyderabad. The city makes up about one-third of their business. But in spite of that, it looks like they've taken a pretty heavy hit because of the pandemic, and it doesn't look like things are going to be getting better anytime soon. I guess they're deciding not to go the route that Bounce is going by pivoting, and instead they're deciding that it might make more sense to be acquired by Cello. All right, moving on to some funding news now. Let's talk about India's 35th, or it could be 36th or 37th, depending on how you look at it, startup unicorn of 2021. Now that number is a little bit controversial because the waters have progressively gotten more and more muddy as 2021 has gone on. We first had five-star business finance, which was considered by the business media as a startup unicorn, even though it's more than 30 years old, so it really shouldn't qualify as a startup unicorn. It is valued at more than a billion dollars, but you have to be a startup to be considered a unicorn. Anyways, then we had CureFit, the parent company of ColtFit, raising money from Zomato, but that transaction has not yet gone through or it's not been approved. And so they're sort of in this limbo phase where they will be a unicorn, but they're not quite one yet, but the media is already considering them one. So now with Mensa brands, you know, are they the 35th or 36th or 37th? I'll let you guys decide, but they are a startup unicorn now. And they're actually the fastest ever startup to become a unicorn in Indian history. 
So Mensa Brands is a Thrasio-style startup. They raised $135 million in a funding round led by Falcon Edge Capital at a more than $1 billion valuation. Now, what is a Thrasio-style startup? For those of you guys who don't know, basically these are companies that acquire smaller brands. So in this case, these are D2C brands that Mensa Brands is acquiring. They're adding them to their portfolio. They're acquiring a majority stake in these brands. And then they spend the next five years or so growing these brands and fostering the growth of these brands so that eventually they can see massive profits from these brands which they are acquiring. Currently, they have 12 of these brands under the umbrella of this larger parent company, Mensa Brands, but they're planning to add 30 more with the funds that they're raising from Falcon Edge Capital and other investors. All right, next up in the funding news, revenue-based financing platform Velocity has raised $20 million in a funding round led by Volar Ventures. So typically for startups, if you want to gain access to some capital to work with before your startup actually generates revenues and profits, you have one of two options. Either you can raise funds from investors, these are VCs or angels or H&Is or maybe even family and friends, but for that, you need to give up equity in your startup, which nobody wants to do. And the second option is to take a loan from a bank, usually with really high interest rates. And historically, there haven't really been any good options in between these two, and that's what Velocity is trying to solve. So Velocity, which is geared towards e-commerce companies and D2C brands, doesn't take equity and they also don't take interest on a loan. Instead, they just take a fee of between 5 and 8% of your startup's revenues. They're currently working with 175 different companies, but they plan to increase that number to 1,000 companies next year, and they're deploying $135 million towards making this happen. All right, next up in the funding news, healthy snack startup Wingreens Farms has raised $17 million in a funding round led by InvestCorp. Now, as you guys probably remember earlier this year, Wingreens Farms acquired Raw Pressery, which makes raw fruit juice. The company also has some other brands, some other products in their portfolio, making healthy dips and spreads and also healthy cereals. Too. And they're planning to use this $17 million to continue this inorganic growth strategy where they're acquiring other brands and smaller companies to add to Wingreens Farms portfolio. All right, next up in the funny news, e-commerce enablement platform GoQuick, which helps e-commerce companies to grow more quickly by increasing conversion rates and decreasing returned orders, has raised $15 million in a funding round led by Sequoia Capital India. So what GoQuick is doing right now makes a lot of sense because we're seeing unprecedented growth in the D2C space. And that's how they've been able to onboard more than 50 customers already. Companies like The Man Company, Mama Earth, Beardo, Boat, and The Moms Co. They're going to be using these funds to acquire customers in the social commerce space and also to expand their product portfolio and add more features for their customers. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed the video. I hope you learned something from it as always. And if you did, it would mean a lot to us if you could hit the like button, share this video with a friend or two, or if you're active on social media, Media. It would also mean a lot to us if you could share it on Twitter or Reddit or some other platform where we can get more eyeballs on these videos, start teaching more people about India's startup ecosystem and what's going on inside of it. And also, if you haven't already subscribed, now would be a great time to do so. We post new videos every single week about Indian startups, entrepreneurs, and the latest news. Also, I wanted to take this opportunity to say a big thanks to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns, our decacorns, and our hectacorns. You guys are all amazing. Also, big thanks to everybody who's been sending super thanks our way in the comments. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Backstage with Millionaires, and I will see you in the next one.